Thanks for joining us today for Our Joy Project, a podcast created by Bayes Communications. I'm Kelly Young, your host. Our Joy Project is a personal passion project of mine. I'm making it part of my mission to find and share joy. I'll talk to my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with others. This podcast isn't about my joy, though. It's really about our joy. During times when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us, I believe we can still spark joy. This is Our Joy Project. Thanks for listening. Every business is unique and has a target audience. If you own or manage a business, Circulus Digital Media can help you connect and grow your customer base with turnkey digital solutions that are nimble, offering best-in-class results, service, and support to reach a bigger customer base, allowing you to pinpoint a specific audience down to the smallest details. Get outside the city, the state, span the globe. Put Circulus Digital Media to work for you. Get started now at CirculusDigital.com. That's CirculusDigital.com. Hi, friends. I'm Kelly Young. And as you know, I am on the search to find joy and share joy. And I am with, a, I was going to say a very old friend, but I don't mean you're old. I mean, yes, you we, yeah, our friendship was very <laughs> old. We met, we decided 25, 26 years ago when I was on a committee and you were running like the big uh, group for the opening of Indianapolis's Circle Center Mall. That was ages ago, Ellen. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, but we and have done a lot of great things since then. We have, and we haven't aged. So I'm so glad to see you, and I'm so excited to talk to you about joy. But first, why don't you introduce yourself? Who is Ellen Saul? Ellen Saul, also formerly Ellen Rabinowitz Saul, as you almost called me. Yes. <laughs> I'm a um, wife, a daughter, a sister a mother to a freshman, um, freshman girl who is very type A and a seventh grade son who's very type A. Uh, our house is insane. Um, I'm a sister. I have a, a brother who's also in Indianapolis um, and I'm a full-time working mom. I work at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm an events person. I've been a lifelong from college on special events person. Um, and when I have time, I try to be a good friend. That's the piece that kind of falls off the radar. Well, you've got a lot going on, but I, I would say that you are a good friend and you're a good friend to many. So um, we appreciate you and, and I appreciate following you on, on social media. And I want to, before we get into the questions, um, give a shout out to the group that you started when coronavirus started. Can you just share that real quick? Cause it is so meaningful to so many. Uh, well, we're on day 225. So I know there are some people who have been counting on their own, like how many days they've run since the virus started. Uh, so their counts differ. Um, I'm on day 225, I think. And somewhere maybe around March 17th or 18th, um, I was just asked people um, if they would be interested in participating in a Facebook group of positive, positive Facebook group and looking at things with a half full lens. Um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into because now it's an accountability method for me to be thankful every day. Um, what I didn't realize when we were starting is it was that it would be a, a repository for every coronavirus meme <laughs> ever, right? Um, which is what it is. Um, and that's what it became essentially at first, like just hop on and 
start laughing at it. Now I think there are close to 400 people on it. Um, and a lot of them, I don't even know who they are. They certainly know a lot about me, <laughs> um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, but it's really been therapeutic and um, just taking time to identify things throughout my day that um, bring me either peace or happiness or just a moment of um, contentment. Um, and noting those that at the end of the day, I can write that down as part of a post um, has made a difference. And what I found is that uh, there are people who are looking for a safe space to do that. Uh, negativity isn't welcome. And I kind of made that clear up front. Um, and actually I welcome anyone to join. It's a definitely an open space. And what is that page for people that do want to join? And I would encourage people to join as well. Yeah. Too. Uh, it's cooped up Corona. I made a mistake. I spelled <laughs> I cooped up it. wrong accidentally. It's C O U P E D next word U P Corona as in beer, as in virus time cooped up Corona. Just yeah. know that cooped is spelled wrong. And I already know that. Yes. You're like, don't, don't tell <laughs> yeah. Me. Don't tell me. Yeah. It's fun. And I would encourage people to listen to that or to follow that. And I would say just so people know, I'm not sure when this is going to post, but uh, it's October 27th when we are talking today uh, for two, day 225, which that's something else. That's a whole nother podcast that mm -hmm. we get into because today, Ellen saw, we're going to talk about joy. And I'm going to start that with asking you the question that I ask everybody and there's no right or wrong answer, but how do you define joy? So sort of independently, Kelly, of you starting this podcast, I've thought a lot about it. I've especially thought a lot about it in the last seven or so months. Um, but I'll tell you where I first thought to myself, I think this is joy. Um, I was um, in Vermont. People who know me or know my family know that we have a place in Southern Vermont. Um, it's been in our family for 77 years now. Um, and Vermont is sort of, I, I act like it's the whole state. I think it is, but our place in Vermont um, has really defined a lot of who I feel I am inside. And I was running and um, this will also tell a lot about me for those who know me, but I'm running, I have my headphones in and um, two songs, I think three songs played back to back, American Pie. Uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive and a Cat Stevens song. And oh, I'm in the mountains. I'm in my favorite place. And the sky is blue, the trees, the grass, everything's green and blue. And I have hit my own version of a runner's high, which really doesn't mean much because I am terrible at running. And I laugh cried. And to, I thought, this is joy. And this is several years ago when it, I sort of thought, I think I, this is joy. And that's how I marked it. Like this is a feeling inside you that is so strong. You don't know whether to laugh or cry, but it's good and it's powerful. And it, it may not last a really long time, but you have it bottled up inside and it's a feeling you can come back to when you want something to remember. So that that's my definition. Um, and I think I've asked the question recently as part of Cooped Up, as I had a conversation, I was in Vermont last week with my mom and I asked her the same question. Um, you know, how does that differ from happiness? And to me, and this is deeply personal, I think for everyone, but happiness is more, um, 
external mm -hmm. uh, and what I may, you, you will know if I'm happy or if I'm sad um, in this office I'm in right now, people know when I'm happy because I, I'm a little old for this, but I may well walk around the office singing or talking really loudly or saying things I think are funny, but nobody else does. And so happiness may be external and a little more shareable, but also a little more content feeling and longer lasting. Um, and joy is more internal and something that is more inside. Mm -hmm. I, I, that, that's how I feel about it, at least. Yeah, that's great. Can you, um, can you think of, and I know that experience that you shared was a few years ago, but can mm -hmm. you talk about the last time, like the most recent time you experienced that true joy, that inside feeling? Yeah, um, well, I said I was in Vermont. I got back on Saturday. So I have that a similar sort of feeling for that. And then I also actually posted this and cooped up a few weeks ago. Uh, but, you know, my daughter had a show choir. I'm reliving something that I have already explained to a few people who may watch this, but um, I had a show choir. I didn't have the concert. True. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to see. No me. offense. No, no offense. offense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was an older mother. Uh, I became a mother at an older age. And honestly, there was time when I thought, I may never get married, let alone have children. Um, and I have two beautiful, healthy kids. Um, and I went to pick up Anna and her friends at Cathedral, pull up in my car. They, these seven, I guess six girls in their sequin dresses, buns in their hair, some makeup on, she's a freshman. They all get in my car. They crack open the junk food that they requested and I bought. And I'm not that mom. I'm not the mom who drives my kids places everywhere they want to go. Um, I, I'm not the carpool mom. Um, I often wish that I could be, but there's so much push and pull. But that day I did it. Um, and I look over and it almost makes me do it now. But I look over and there's my beautiful daughter that I, I didn't know I would have with all these new friends that I, they were introducing themselves from the back seat and they're all singing. And I, I felt joy. I thought I, I, I never knew this would be me. Yeah. Um, and then a couple hours later, there is my daughter singing and dancing with this whole group of brand new people. And I felt that again. Um, it's, I don't know if that helps explain the emotion I'm feeling, but I think that's what I mean when it's personal. That's something that happened inside of me. Mm -hmm. um, that I, I felt that. Yeah. Anna didn't know that, but I felt that. Here at work, I'm an event person. And I, um, at my first job out of college was um, in cosmetics and I hated it. I still like makeup, but I hated cosmetics that I worked for Macy's. I didn't like the role that I played and, and what I was doing at the time. And then I came back to Indianapolis and I started in the events business and I loved making people happy. Mm -hmm. And I, I still, to this day, um, you know, I work at the Indianapolis 500 Indianapolis motor speedway and working here on race day. So we were sort of, we didn't get that opportunity this year, but I feel joy here on race morning 
when the green flag drops. Um, and we've pulled off a good morning. And I know that the customers we service here are happy. Um, that's my own personal joy. Yeah. Well, and for the uh, Indianapolis 500, you're busting your butt all year long. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's um, the joy of seeing something that you've worked so hard for and something that so many people have that tradition and that's yeah. their joy. I'm yeah. sure not only are you experiencing your own personal joy, but also seeing the joy of the fans has got to be fun. So I know it was hard um, this year for sure, but uh, without having that uh, same experience, but hopefully we'll get through this coronavirus and um, in between we that, will. we will, uh, but in between that time, we can find those simple things or maybe those moments with your daughter, your son. <laughs> My third and final question is how do you share that joy? And I know you talked a little bit about it just from a professional standpoint, but how do you share and spread joy um, beyond some of the stuff that you already talked about with you mean, besides walking around the office and singing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, um, I'm sure there's other fabulous yeah. ways that you're doing that. Um, that's, that's a harder question, I think, because I hope Cooped Up brings that, um, the Facebook group. Um, and I don't know if that's so much joy as it is, uh, comfort. So in spreading joy, that is spreading some humor because there's definitely yes. humor there. Yes. Um, I think for me, and actually about everyone in my family, including my husband and my own Rabinowich family, um, we are able to find humor in most situations. Um, it's actually a skill that my dad sort of passed on to all of us. Um, and so I, if I have to answer, how do I spread it? Sometimes it's not appropriate. <laughs> the humor? Uh, Sometimes it's out of place, but humor is, um, a, I rely on humor quite a bit. Um, and I think other guests you've had have shared this, but there is, um, you can't sell a smile short. You can't sell a thank you note, you know, short. Um, I don't do those often enough. Um, and it's a lost art. Mm -hmm. um, letting people know that you're thinking about them and that you care about them. Um, no matter, just taking the time, but positivity and smiling, I guess those are the two things I'd say that, I mean, I hope that's spreading happiness yeah. and joy. And it is. Acting interested in people, I guess that's the other thing, asking questions. Um, that's another skill, I think. Um, it, that's important to teach your kids because mm -hmm. you can't learn that by looking at your phone. Right. Uh, right. Um, so we have to be careful. It doesn't become a lost art, but just keeping positive conversations alive. One of the things we do here in our office um, is we have a common lunch table and um, we've spread it up, you know, out a little bit because we can't all be like quite as close to each other, but just in this difficult time, the ability to engage in conversation. And so whether that's through a Zoom conversation or whether that's through taking the time to have lunch and talk, um, 
I hope that's spreading joy and cheer. That's, I guess, what I would hope. I would say it for sure is, and I will uh, say this out loud on this uh, podcast, was you reached out by phone, and I know we, you know, stay connected on social media, and, but you called me, which yeah. I think also is a lost art of actually picking up <laughs> the phone and dialing a number, and actually uh, reached out with one of the first podcasts that I had posted and shared with me that it meant something to you, and that meant something to me. And so- well, Kathy's podcast resonated with me. A lot of what she said, I thought I, it, I was glad I stopped, took the time to listen to it. Yeah. And that was Cassie Stockcamp, who um, was one of the first ones, but yeah, sometimes it's just a small little thing, like writing a thank you, no- uh, thank you note, or picking up the phone call and just saying something um, means a lot. So that meant a lot to me, my friend. And this time today means a lot to me as well, too. So thank you for thank you. And uh, for your cooped up Corona (laughs) page that I so appreciate as well, too. So I appreciate you. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I. SE communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at our joy project until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.